Back for episode two um, of, and I think we're stuck on the name, the Clydesdale Chronicles with Coach Cheryl. And uh, we are back because we got really good response on episode one, and it's so exciting to share this story. And I think a unique perspective of both perspectives of the coach and the person going through the process. So last episode, we really talked about how Cheryl and I met and where I was coming into this whole process and what made her want to be a nutrition coach. So this episode is really gonna be about the first week we spent together. And what it was, was really you just, after I finally reached out to you, um, you wanted me to call you. And we had like a half hour conversation. And it felt like, not an interview per se, but like that you were trying to find out details of what I was going through and maybe you can better explain why you did that. Yeah, it's funny because I remember that too. I remember like getting on my phone and I have a lake outside of my apartment. And I was like, I'm gonna walk around the lake a couple of times. And cause I like to kind of just be in a really good focused place. But the real, the real reason for that part is I, I know what I want for everybody that, that I work with. And I know that everybody starts somewhere different. So it's, it's knowing where, right? Nutrition is the same, but it's not the same because there's so much mindset stuff that goes on behind it. And I really wanted to understand a little bit more about where you were at in life, where you were at in your nutrition journey, where you were at in your fitness journey, what you were going through. So I knew how to properly start you uh, from day one, you know, and I, I think it's very much like you start somebody in CrossFit, you, you go into the gym and, and you might've had somebody that's maybe done some kind of athletic sport, you know, beforehand, but they've never done CrossFit before. They might be somebody, they might start off a little bit differently than somebody who's never done fitness at all before. So it, it gives me an idea for, you know, I, I like to learn a little bit about more about you, what you value in your life. Um, knowing like, like I, I ask about non-negotiables, like, do you have a date night with your family? I remember, I remember asking you about your family dynamics and stuff like that, just to kind of see what I was going to be working with and, and how I was going to be able to be the best coach for you is really the main reason for that conversation. So I really felt connected to you during that conversation, but I have, I have a weird question to ask you that I've always wanted to know the answer. <clears throat> so, so we have this conversation and we're hitting it off. Um, and you kept asking things about my life and my journey, my previous journey. And I told you that CrossFit made a documentary about me. Yeah. And so after the call, you went and looked at it and immediately after, I think you said it made you cry and let's go. Yeah. Like, let's go. Um, maybe some expletive, expletives in there as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Probably a less go. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so, so if I felt like there was a demeanor change when we were talking on the phone to after you saw the documentary, there was something that switched in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I'm asking you, what happened in that moment? I just felt so inspired. And this is something that a lot of people don't understand because they see, you know, I'm a nutrition coach, but I'm also a games athlete. And, and I, I know that we are like people that people look at like, wow, I want to be like that. I get more inspired from people like you, who you have this journey and you had fallen back into this horrible place in your life. And I wanted to see you 
be better than that person. And, and I remembered thinking on that conversation that a lot of people focus on, I just want to get back to where I was. I, and I remember my mind's like, no, he's not going back. He's going to be better than he was. And, and I remembered thinking right then and there, like, I wanted to be there with you forever. And I think I remember telling you from that day, and I still tell you all the time, you're stuck with me. Like, I knew that I always wanted to be able to be a part of that. And I wanted to help you see that you were worth so much more. And to this day, Scott, I still think that you are going to bring a lot more value to this world. And I can't wait to see that open up as you keep growing. So, yeah. Well, and it's funny you brought that up because I think in that first week, you said to me a lot, because I kept saying, I just want to get back to where I was. And you kept saying, no, you don't. You want to be better than you were. Mm -hmm. um, and we can do that. And, and that really gave me a, a mindset switch that I'd, I hadn't had in years. And uh, I think that was a really key pivotal thing for me to hear in that first week. Yeah. So when we look at the details of that first week, um, you know, I was like, what's she going to do? What's she going to make me do? And remember coming into this, I was broken. I said that in the last episode, I was broken. I wasn't really doing much activity. I was hurting. My back had really started to deteriorate again. And, um, and so I was scared and, and really you were just like, I just want you to log for a week. Mm -hmm. I want to see what you're eating and where we're at. Um, and I think you said, I want you to focus just on protein. Mm -hmm. Does that sound right? Yep, probably. Sounds about right. That's typically how I, and it's depending on the person, you know, but here's the thing, and this is really big for everybody out there and for you, especially it, nutrition can be overwhelming when you're in a really dark place and you're like, I know I want to get better. You it's, it's, you see all of these things you have to fix. And I know that progress doesn't have to be all at once and that you have a long journey ahead of you. So what you did in week one didn't need to be everything. And it's three words, minimum effective dose. I knew that by starting you off with one basic thing, I could add on from there. And so if I could just take a look at what you were eating and, and see how you did there, you know, I knew you had had a background of eating quality foods. I knew you had done a lot of challenges in the past. So I knew you knew the right things to eat. So I knew that I could just kind of take a look at things and be able to see how your mindset was and, and hopefully be able to add a couple of things back in, which I think we did and, and just kind of see where you were going. And then, and then the thing is about this is that we don't start adding on until we need to start adding on. And protein I know is the most important number for people to get enough of. And most people aren't eating enough of. So I'm like, if I know that you're eating enough protein and I can see how many overall calories you're getting in, then I can really tweak things. I can take a look at the quality of your food, take a look at all that stuff and start building from there. Yes. Do I want you working out? Do I want you doing all these things? Absolutely. But minimum effective dose. I would have rather you been like, Cheryl, give me more than this is too much. Well, I think, I think that was key for me too. Cause I remember talking to my friend um, that it was really bizarre because I was expecting to go gung ho. And my wife always says like, I'm an all or nothing guy, right? Like I am either all in or all out. And that was hard for me at first because I, I'm coming to you for help. And you were just like, just focus on this and we'll, it will go from there. And it actually made it a lot easier um, a lot easier to do, but it was very different than anything I'd done in the past. E everything else was go through my cupboard and my refrigerator, throw everything out that was bad. And then, and then start fresh that day one. And that you didn't do that. You were just like, just keep logging what you're eating and we'll, we'll tweak next week. Yeah. And there are times where I have to do that, right? Maybe it's on a day one, 
But if in week one, the person's still tracking Burger King, Chick-fil-A, macaroni and cheese, uh, you know, that's just going to continue to spiral on and, and they're not getting anywhere, then I'm going to be like, all right, we have to start taking that step away. But you were a very compliant client because you did exactly what I said you needed to do. And you always showed that you cared and you valued your health and it made it, it made our relationship and it made your progress so much more predictable. So. Yeah. So then we, then we moved to the physical activity aspect of things, which was probably even scarier for me than the nutrition piece. Mm-hmm. Um, because I wasn't moving hardly at all at that point. Um, I was doing little mini workouts in my garage and they were not, they were not intense. They were not hard. They were just basically, I was cherry picking what I wanted to do and what I was good at. And just to kind of move and wasn't even doing that very much. So what were your thoughts when you heard that I really wasn't working out? It's, it's hard because, so I, I knew you came from CrossFit and I knew you had done CrossFit, not a, not a, like a competitive level, but you were pretty darn good. You know, like you had seen a lot of progress and I know how hard it is to get started again and knowing you're not going to feel like you did when you left off. And I knew that all I needed to do was get you moving. I didn't need you to necessarily be doing CrossFit, like fast, hard, you know, I knew I wanted to get you back in the community, but I really just wanted to get you moving again, whether it was walking, easy biking, just getting into a consistent habit. And if you, if you guys out there or you yourself, Scott, I read the book, Atomic Habits, there's a really good partner where he talks about a guy that needed to get to the gym and he kept, you know, putting excuses in the way of, of him actually starting the gym routine. And then when he finally just said, just, you know, somebody told him, just, just go to the gym, just, just walk in and be there. And, and when he started to do that, he actually started to work out. So I knew that I just had to get you started. I had you to build that routine back in. And, and that was really what I wanted and to see how your body responded. I knew it would also increase your mood. It would make you feel more motivated. It would make you feel better. So I was just trying to get you to do something without the pressure of like, Hey, I've got to go CrossFit, like super high intensity. I've got to go, you know, it's, it's hard to be in a class setting and be competitive and not be competitive. So I was worried that if you went too hard, too quickly, you would be discouraged. And I just wanted you to start getting moving. And the last thing I want to talk about that first week is in the first couple of days, I actually gained weight, <laughs> you know, and I think it was up a couple pounds. Um, and you, you actually made me weigh every single day, Yeah, which is, which is not always the case on plans. Um, but the first couple of days it, it was going up and <clears throat> I didn't really even fret about that because I've done the weight loss journey before. And I know that fluctuation can happen. Um, and, but you were really good to reassure me during that time that you can't gain two pounds overnight mm-hmm. of fat. Yep. Uh, so do you want to talk and to it, that a little bit? Yeah. Two things about that. One is why weigh yourself every day, right? Like, and in reality, people probably don't have to weigh themselves every day, but people that weigh themselves only once a week are really losing a lot of data points. The more data points you have, we're looking at a linear trend. And what'll happen is because your weight fluctuates day to day based on how much salt you might've eaten the day before, especially on a Monday, which is when most people are gonna weigh in, coming off the weekend, you're likely gonna be higher if you were you know, out with friends or eating some convenience food. So I like to see those fluctuations and then kind of like a graph, like when you were in school is getting that line of like, where are we going? And that's the, what I'm really looking for because your weight does fluctuate a lot. There are so many factors that factor into our body weight. And, and I think that we just think that the weight's up, we gain fat, fat accumulates over time. It, it takes a long time, more than a week to accumulate body fat. If you're constantly seeing that trend going up, that's different, but what you're likely seeing 
those day-to-day -day fluctuations are different levels of glycogen storage in your muscles, water, sodium, all these other things, even hormone fluctuations, inflammation, even waste from eating more calories. So if you were eating uh, like dense foods, like more processed foods, and you switch to, a, switch to cleaner foods, you're going to be eating more food volume. So you're going to be getting more food in your belly. That digestion takes time. And I know that that's all part of the process. So, and I honestly, the reason I really like people to weigh themselves daily, and this is probably different than a lot of coaches is because I want people to become desensitized from the scale. I don't want them to be obsessed with the scale. It's not weighing myself for my worth. It's not getting up every day and looking at the scale as a pass fail. It is, it is one more metric that we're tracking that we can see data points going in a specific direction. That's all it is. It's just like, it's just like tracking your back squat in a, in a, when you go to this, you know, you're, if you go to, if you're, if you're wondering max back squat is 300 pounds and this week you can only hit 275. It doesn't mean you're not going to track it. You're going to write it down, but you're like, all right, well, where do I want to go next? You know, like you're going to make those adjustments and it becomes just one more data point for us. It's not a measure of worth. And, you know, there was a time in my life where I was completely afraid of the scale, like was worried about it being too low, too high. And now I weigh myself daily and it's just one more thing. It's just one more thing, one more metric for me to measure. Yeah. And we'll get into some of the mental aspects of that in a later episode. Yeah. Because uh, because we actually went through that hurdle uh, yeah. with, with that as well. But that was pretty much our first week. Uh, that's what I wanted to share in this episode. And um Next episode, we're going to talk about how we started to dial in some things and how we got the fitness levels up a little bit. So we will see you next time on the Clydesdale Chronicles with Coach Cheryl. Mm -hmm.